Mic check, one, two, one, two. Blah, blah. Mic Welcome to the Dude Catholic Podcast. I'm your co-host Adrian here with the man who's loved by dozens around the world. <laughs> Don't say that, I'll get in trouble. It's Javier Sandoval. Uh, yo, 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 que pasa? Orale. <laughs> man, setting the Mexican people back 20 years since 1981. Mm. So you might be wondering what's going on with Ramon. Same thing I've been wondering, but anyway, <laughs> oh enough God. with the personal attack on my brother who's not here. Uh, now he's been working a lot. He's got a lot of on his plate, so uh, so we're gonna we're gonna give him some space to do what he needs to do for right now. But he's definitely definitely still the heart of the podcast, and can't wait to have him back. But hey, we I guess do- you could say he's locked up, huh? Oh. <laughs> A little insight, a little insight, but if you've been listening, you get the reference. Yeah, so... Oh, for jokes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah just corrections. <laughs> Today, we start a new series called Crucify Him, with an episode titled Pop. This series is about pop culture, and basically how it's aiming to destroy everything that we stand for. And if you think it's an exaggeration, then the wool has been pulled over your eyes. So, our scripture today comes from Luke chapter 23, verse 21. But they kept shouting, Crucify him, crucify him. Ah, I would say delicious, but that is not delicious indeed. And it's very appropriate because we are recording on Holy Week. Yes. Holy Weekend, there's nothing holy about pop culture nowadays. You know, there's many a quotes about what is popular and how right is right no matter how many people are not doing it. And wrong is wrong no matter how many people are doing it. Uh, so I'm not going to name them all because I don't know them by heart. But I do know that right is right no matter who's doing it or who's not doing it. And, right, and wrong is wrong no matter how many people accept it. And it seems to be the case that people have come to accept um, that which is against the Lord as being okay. Um, And what I've been seeing a lot lately is that people say, you know what, parents, you're grown. You can control what your children are watching on TV. But where is the line of decency that used to exist? You know, all the stuff that we see on TV, radio, and whatnot, how back then, you know, in the 90s when we were being raised and whatnot, how the risky stuff from back then is so tame for nowadays. I don't know. I, I, wanted, to, I wanted to get your, your take on that, Javier. Um, first of all, I, I want to say that it feels good to be able to celebrate Holy Week. I, yes. Just being at um, Mass on Sunday. I got to go to Mass on Sunday 
for Palm Sunday, and last year we didn't get to go to Mass for Palm Sunday. No. And you actually went inside a church, right? And went inside the church. Look We're talking that. about culture and, 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 and all that. Um, being back at church, being able to celebrate inside a church uh, with, with other, you know, with the faithful was very moving for me. It was extremely moving um, uh, to, to, to partake in that. And, um, you know, because we haven't been able to do that. Mm-hmm. Worship in public, together, in a church, you know, the liturgy. Yeah. And last year, it didn't seem like we had a Lent. It mm-hmm. didn't seem like we had a Holy Week, um, any of that. Um, yeah. It was all pretty much taken from us to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. And because of a virus, right? This virus, yes, this virus, which has crippled our society, our world, has brought us to our knees, has uh, forever changed the way we look at a lot of things, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, and not to undermine the, the virus, you know, because so many people have died. I'm sure yeah. you know somebody who's died indirectly or directly, whether they mm-hmm. be from the cause of the virus or they they got the virus and they just complicated their their medical condition even worse or whatever. Yeah. But um, it, it forever has changed us. You know, our culture, our society, this virus has forever changed us. And as we begin to look towards some type of normality in our society, uh, we start to ask ourselves, how are we going to get back to being normal? How we, How is, you know, and, and, oh, the vaccine. The vaccine is the answer. The vaccine is the answer to to bring everything back to normal, um, you know. And, and it's funny because the other day I was reading uh, Pope Francis, you know, and lately he's been coming out, you know, and saying some some awesome stuff. Some Catholic stuff, right? Some Catholic stuff. Yeah. Who would who would have thunk the Pope <laughs> oh saying God. Catholic stuff? Oh my God. And he he uh, he said that the <laughs> devil has been using the pandemic mm-hmm. um, to to um for his gain and and that's obviously not a direct quote (laughs) but i thought it was instagram but but it's so true how how the devil has used uh the pandemic um i mean look at all all these things that have come about in our culture uh uh all these radical ideas um have 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 fully come to fruition and to the forefront of our doorsteps or of our homes for god's sake mm-hmm. um you know uh, so many things so many things that have have permeated our culture because of the pandemic and one of them obviously being how churches were closed yeah how we were not allowed to go to church inside to mm-hmm. worship um not necessarily in our homes but together with others because you know we need community yeah not well, only I'm as Catholics, as, as humans, as Jesus, obviously he had he had he had he had community. That's why he had 12, 12 apostles. That's why he sent them out always in two. You need community. So this whole idea of Jesus and me is not very biblical at all, no. right? It, it, we, Jesus <laughs> made a church. He he made a family. It we, we come to God as family. God Himself is family. So, um, anyways, and I think that the way we 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 come back to normality is is obviously through God, through seeing ourselves for who we are, 
how God views us as human beings. But, and how do we do that? By obviously centering ourselves on Christ and, and you know, going to church, going back to church. Obviously, we're Catholic. Going to church. For so long, we've made the excuse that we don't need to go to church. And, and I, hey, I've been there, done that, right? Hey, pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, I could just watch the Mass on, online. It's um, still okay to do that according to the and, powers that be, right? I, yeah, unfortunately. And even though the churches are, are open and you can go to church and you have no excuse not to go to church anymore. But we hide behind these excuses um, that continue to, to, to hurt us um, in our society that continue to isolate us from one another. Yeah. Um, from God. Mm-hmm. And I think that if we, if we, you know, return back to the church, physically, <laughs> go to church, especially during Holy Week, I think uh, there is so much grace during Holy Week that God is willing to pour out uh, into our hearts. And, and we need it now more than ever uh, during these times. Um, you know, I mean, you were talking about the Paschal Mystery, right? The, the most important mystery of our faith. Um, Christ's suffering, death, and resurrection, and His ascension. Um, so much grace uh, that, that God wants to give us in our society, in our hearts, uh, that will hopefully lead us back to some kind of normalcy, in our, normality, excuse me, in, in our society. Yeah, and, uh, no, let's, let's, be, let's be honest about this. We're in California. I'm still going to church outside under a tent. You know, it's not like that in every parish, but it is in the uh, in the vast majority of them. We're not in Texas, you know, and even even so, you know, I just I just <laughs> I just watched a video of someone that got kicked out and given a ticket for wearing a ma- not wearing a mask inside church, like right after receiving communion too. Of course, of course, the noise. Um, yeah, right after receiving communion, she got kicked out of out of church, you know, and. Uh, and the people, you know, the, even the usher there was, was kind of, uh, kind of telling the cop like, yeah, kick her out, kick her out, like wow. that kind of stuff happening. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I'm not saying, you know, she did well by going in and being a rebel and doing that, but at the same time, the charity, you know, it's not there. Like it wasn't there, um, in the way that was handled at first I was like, come on, like they're saying, they're putting up their sign saying, don't do this. But at the same time, it is, it's the church. It's the church, and I get so bitter. You know, I have mixed feelings about this. You know, like because when I go to a business, I'm wearing my freaking mask. I'm, I'm, I'm being a good boy. I'm following the rules. I'm a rule follower. I'm Catholic. You know, but, but that doesn't mean that that's what I believe. And, and when we talk about being pastoral, you know, I feel like people are doing that in in a wussy kind of way. You know, it's like, let's be pastoral. Let's allow sin or sinful behavior for the sake of not losing members. I don't know why I started talking about this, but but just thinking about, you know, like, yeah, we can go back to church, but we still, we still have restrictions and the vaccine is still not doing much in the eyes of society. No, because I have the vaccine. I, I, I got the first shot this week. My wife got the second one. I'm going to get the second one in May. Um, why? Because I know that there's going to be some backlash at work and I'm going to, I'm going to keep my job, you know, I'm not going to stop working. And it's just kind of a, it's a weird situation that we're in right now. We're coming out of it, but some people are really trying to hold on to this, you know, and what it's done to our culture and what it's done to our church. 
And what you said about Pope Francis, you know, he, he has been coming out saying some Catholic stuff, which is, you know, refreshing, especially because we've had some conversations about our leadership, um, yeah. especially at the Vatican. And and when he said that, that's so true. The devil is an opportunist. You know, this is why, you know, oh, man, when he started, when you were talking, I was like thinking about the microcosm and the macrocosm, you know, where you think about about something that you put in a microscope and the smallest stuff looks like a solar system and the biggest stuff looks like a solar system. And so it's just, you look at the smallest picture and you look at the biggest picture and it rhymes, like they look alike. When we look at our lives, when we think about the moments when the devil creeps in, he creeps in, creeps in when we're sick, when we're lonely, when we're tired, when we're hungry, when we're angry. That's when the devil creeps in because he's an opportunist and he's going to sneak in whenever he sees weakness. And that's what happens with our culture. The virus comes in. It takes a hold of our country, of our planet, because it's worldwide. And what does the devil do? He banks on that. And the lukewarm faithful start losing faith. Yeah, and, and that's why there's still a push for 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 just that, to... to to keep schools closed, oh, to yeah. keep um, anything that's going to isolate us from each other, uh, mm -hmm. that's going to rob our humanity, that's going to rob our, our our uniqueness as human beings, our ability to see each other's faces. For God's sake, yeah. the other day, I, 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 you know, it's funny. I, I, you know, obviously, I'm a teacher like you are, and mm -hmm. I, I, I ran into a student at somewhere. I forgot where, but. Uh, oh, actually, it was right after school, outside of my school. He was coming out of practice, and he had his mask off because he was coming up from the field, and I had my mask off because I'm in the parking lot, and you don't need to have your mask on in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. you know, there's not a lot of people. And and he's like, hey, Mr. Sandoval. And he's like, uh, you, know, um, what, you know, hey, can I do this or do that for this assignment or whatever? And I'm like looking at him like, who the heck are you? <laughs> Because I've never seen his face before, right? I mean, mm -hmm. I've seen his face, but uh, you know, like maybe in the beginning of the of of the semester when I saw him on Zoom, but even then, it's completely impersonal because yeah, know, via camera. Mm -hmm. um, I've never seen him in person because mm -hmm. he's always wearing that mask, and I I don't know what he looks like without a mask. And I remember, mm -hmm. and I and I felt terrible that 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 lack of interpersonal. Uh, com, you know, communion or interaction yeah. that recognizing somebody. Yeah, I know his name, but I, the association or the disassociation with his face yeah. is something that just threw me off. Again, going back to the co whole community thing, com you know, having community um, uh, has really crippled us as people. Um, and has made it a lot easier to uh, say that we're not united, that there's that there's hate, that hate permeates our society. You constantly see people shoving this whole idea of racism and, oh, mm -hmm. look at this, these shootings. Oh, they're anti-this, they're anti-black, they're anti-Asian, they're anti-whatever. you know whatever. And these, these ideas are so easily sold and promulgated in our society because we're so disunited. We're so ununited in our society that people buy into that. 
Mm-hmm. Because we've lost any any sense of any communion that we did have, which wasn't the greatest, but whatever communion we had or interaction we had, we completely lost all of that, and we all became an island to ourselves. So it's a lot easier for us to buy into all these ideas that, yes, hate exists, and yes, those people are transphobic, yes, those people are, are homophobic, yes, those people are racist, and, and, and they're, they're this, they're that, uh, because we're not interacting with each other. And, and because we're not interacting with each other, it's easier for us to believe these ideas that are so uh, shoved down our throats and we're brainwashed by the media, by everything around us. Politicians, everyone around us is, is constantly, you know, uh, shoving these ideas down our, 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 our throats, which is sad because it's only causing more problems in our society uh, and, and causing more hate causing more problems and, and it's it's really sad it's, really it's sad. dividing us i mean yeah, when dividing. when dr seuss is racist yeah then you have to reevaluate whatever the heck is going on mm-hmm. and we're going to deconstruct that a little bit more on the next episode so stay tuned Another one, and another one, and another one, and another one.